It's Bible study time again for the first time of 2023. And with us this morning is Professor of Bible at the Moody Bible Institute, Dr. Jim Coakley. He's also been part of the Moody Bible Commentary. Gives us some fresh ways to enjoy the Bible, 14 fresh ways to enjoy the Bible in his new book. And good morning, Jim. Good morning, Ken and Deb. Yeah, good to have you with us. So as we start this new year, Jim, um, you know, a lot of people make resolutions or they make... um, they look at their life and they go, well, I'd really like to, like we're asking today, I'd like to have more of this in my life this year or whatever. Is that a healthy thing to do as Christians, do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think there's always that uh, great introspection kind of moment, and I think that's what the really the month's name, January, really kind of points us in that direction, because believe it or not, the month's name, January, comes from a Roman god, a Janus, who's the god of doorways, and when we mm. see him depicted, he's got a face looking backwards and a face looking forwards. So at the kind of doorway or threshold of a new year, it's always good to reflect back on, on God's faithfulness, but also look uh, to what ways, new ways you want to uh, see God work in your life. And that's why yeah, I love that the question, uh, what do you want more of this year? So, Jim, when I got some of your notes, I was like, wow, this is incredible, because we just talked about Genesis 1 and 2 in one of our ABCs, adult Bible classes at church, and why Genesis 2 was an account, kind of a repeat of Genesis 1, as far as the creation story again. So that is one of the things that you look at uh, first off when we're talking about looking back and forward. Yeah, so when we think about uh, this January principle, or really the technical term is Janus, because it's, again, it's passages that look backwards, but also look forwards. And so in Genesis 2-4, uh, we have this statement where the text says that uh, the, uh, let me bring it up here, uh, this is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Now, all peppered throughout Genesis is this, what is called, that these are the generations of, this is the account of statements. And scholars kind of, and readers of the scriptures kind of wonder, okay, are they looking to what's happened or what's going forward? And it's a little bit of both. Mm. And I think that's the confusing thing, because really that 2-4 hinge looks back at what God did in chapter 1, but also anticipates, like you just said, a kind of uh, revisiting of creation, but looking at it through a different facet, a different vantage point. Uh, That is from human relationships and what creation does for mankind in that regard. And uh, so that Genesis 2-4 verse uh, is a great hinge verse that's looking back uh, to what God has done in chapter 1, but also anticipating uh, the kind of uh, refocus on creation through a different lens. So I was thinking about this, Jim. I was thinking about the omnipotence of God, and how when He uses this tech or this uh, technique through the writers, we can really see how He sees beginning and He sees the end. He knows all, right? Yeah, He's the Alpha and Omega, and all in between, and so He sees everything fully, completely, and so it's again. Uh, not at all against his nature to have these kind of passages that uh, do both. And so sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about it's one thing, it can't be two things. Uh, but on occasion, not all the time, uh, we have passages that are uh, kind of uh, double dipping, as it were. So let's double dip into Deuteronomy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
This one, yeah, this one's a little, little bit more of a uh, more technical, but I think uh, our listeners will begin to understand how this principle works. Uh, of course, uh, not too many people read Deuteronomy on a regular basis, and I encourage them to do so. But if you look at the chapter heading uh, around chapter 22, uh, many of our Bibles will have something like uh, various laws. And mm-hmm. as a reader of scriptures, I always uh, kind of cringe when I see that, because it looks like it's just random kind of fortune cookie-like uh, laws kind of thrown out there. But in reality, uh, chapter 22, the first uh, 12 verses, functions as this Janus, as this January principle, uh, because before that, the section before that, starting in Deuteronomy 19, we talk about really an expansion of the Sixth Commandment, Thou shalt not murder, and all the things you try to do to preserve life. Mm. And then after this section, at the end of chapter 23, we have a lot of areas, uh, laws regarding sexuality, which is mirroring the Seventh Commandment, Thou shalt not commit adultery. Mm. But in this in this various laws section, we have both a mixture of, uh, again, preserving life. Hey, if an animal is lost, uh, you make sure you return it to your neighbor. But then it also goes into this, uh, don't wear you know, clothing made with uh, two different types of uh, fi- fabric. Uh, you know, the idea of you know, not mixing uh, all sorts of things. Uh, and so really then, kind of strange laws to us, but then it's a perfect, in a sense, doorway to the sexuality laws, which is a forbidden mixture of another kind that is uh, other than your spouse. And so that uh, Deuteronomy 22 passage looks back at preserving life, but also looks forward to making sure that we uh, keep the sexual relationship pure as well. So mm-hmm. it's kind of subtle, uh, but it, mm-hmm. it lets us know, like you just said earlier, that God is designing these things. These are not random various laws. Uh, they're really intimately connected because they're they're hinge because mm. they're looking back and forward at the same time. Mm-hmm. We're talking with Dr. James Coakley from the Moody Bible Institute, and we're talking about hinge uh, verses or hinge scriptures about uh, looking back and looking forward. So I'm interested to hear your comments on Ruth. What's go? How does this apply to this? Yeah, well, you know, you know, Ruth and Elimelech, uh, they left the, the tribe of Judah to go to find food because there was a famine in Bethlehem area. And so they go to Moab, and their uh, life doesn't turn out much better, or in fact, a lot worse than what they were anticipating by going there. And it says in early on in the chapter, chapter 1, verse 6, that uh, it is in the fields of Moab that she heard, that is Naomi, that the Lord had taken note of his people and given them bread. And uh, so, you know, she was already, again, uh, kind of uh, bemoaning the fact that uh, she left the homeland. And at the very end of Ruth chapter 1, verse 22, they arrived at Bethlehem at the beginning of the barley harvest. And so, okay, she's heard that there's food, and so she wants to go back because she needs food. But it's now the barley harvest that's going to set up chapter 2, where, of course, Ruth and Boaz are going to meet. And so then change, as it were, uh, the, the direction of both of their lives and, of course, bring in the, a line for the Messiah. And so the idea there is that barley harvest it kind of looks backwards and forwards uh, because it anticipates the events of Chapter 2 where these events happen in a barley field, uh, but also the uh, idea that God is, uh, in a sense, bringing bread back to the house of bread, Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So does it often act like a hinge as far as this door is closed and another one is open sometimes? Well, it really, 
Yeah, sometimes, but most of the time it's really just kind of, uh, you know, making sure that uh, you have that both backwards or, you know, past view and future look and mm-hmm. forwards look. And uh, so it's just ingenious how uh, biblical authors can can do that to kind of uh, help prepare readers for the fact that these things, again, are connected. There's yes. These are yeah. doorways. Uh, again, we close one door, but we open another door. And God's still working in in all of these moves. That's really cool. Yeah. So, Jim, um, I, this isn't one of your examples that you gave, but I found it ironic. Ironic when we talk about how God works. But um, my devotional I did today was on First um, Peter chapter five, okay. and it's talking about where Peter is telling us to remember first of all where you've been, starting in verse one. And talking about, um, you know, as you are a, a witness of Christ's sufferings, God has called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. But then he goes on later in that chapter to look where you're going, um, a witness of Christ's sufferings, and one who also will share in the glory to be revealed, is what he talks about. Would that be considered kind of a hinge look? Yeah, I mean, something? I think that's just generally the nature of how, you know, uh, God's and principles work is that we need to know where we come from and know where we're going. I mean, I always yeah. liken the the fact that God's word answers the three big questions of life: where did I come from? Why am I here? Mm-hmm. Where am I going? And so, again, your example from First Peter again just reminds us that that's kind of a divine principle: is that we're not just always looking forward. Now, again, Paul will remind mm-hmm. us that sometimes we need to, mm-hmm. you know, forget those things that are behind us. Uh, but we sure. still learn from them. Uh, we still yeah. have to remember them. But then we press on, we look forward, we anticipate. And that's really what that is, is one word, hope. Uh, because we can get so discouraged if we just uh, look always past. But when we look forward and we have this yes. kind of anticipation of the new year, again, here we are at the end of January, and probably some of our listeners are already discouraged. They probably didn't... Uh, follow through on some of their desires and resolutions already, uh, don't don't be discouraged. Just uh, keep pressing forward and uh, have hope that God is uh, in the doorways. And, mm-hmm. uh, and that's going to be a, a great reminder for all of us. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. So as we jump ahead to the New Testament, there's a couple examples there as well of Janus. Uh, can you share one with us? Yeah, probably the easiest one is one in 1 John chapter 3. Uh, we have in, in 1 John chapter 3, uh, verse 10, we have this, By this the children of God and the children of the devil are obvious. Anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor the one who does not love his brother. And so uh, what's this by this? How do we know that our salvation is real? Is it because of our conduct? And that's basically what was just covered in a previous section before this verse. But then now John is going to launch into a, a long kind of discourse about loving your brother. Mm. And so how do we show uh, the fact that our salvation is real? Is it by our conduct, or is it by the way that we love our fellow brothers and sisters in the Lord? And what John would say is, it's both. Yeah. Uh, so this by this, sometimes we think, well, by this has to be passed. But he clearly in this verse is already hinging what he just talked about but also saying it's not an either-or, it's a both-and. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's really good. All right, Jim, so as we uh, kind of wrap this up, why don't you give us some you know, application 
uh, that we can take with us as we go through this next uh, month before we're back together again. Yeah, well, of course, while we're in the dreary months of winter here in the Midwest, <laughs> uh, just uh, we look at gray and we see, you know, this kind of the, 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 the long winter, so to speak. Just recognize that God has put brightness into his word with these kind of just small little mm-hmm. things that just kind of show that he's still in control, how intricately he's designed his word. But also that there are these doorways, there are these transitions, uh, both in life, but also in the Bible. And they're significant doorways. So typically when you uh, go through a door, it's a, a new, you know, a new walk, a new life, a new uh, vista, a new perspective. And so I think that's what these texts are often doing as well, is kind of closing the door on one, but looking forward to the next. But it also shows us that we have then, like, instead of various laws, uh, no, there's uh, intentionality here, and we can develop themes uh, like uh, the importance of the Ten Commandments. And lastly, I would say, oftentimes these hinge verses, it's not either or, it's a both and. Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. As a hermeneutics uh, professor, uh, that's uh, somewhat hard for me to say, because typically we say texts only have one meaning. Well, that's true, but some texts are meaningfully looking to the past, but also meaningfully anticipating the future. And so it's a, a Janus. It's looking forward and backwards. Mm-hmm. That's okay. excellent. Thanks so much, yeah. Jim. That's so enlightening for all of us. Mm-hmm. And before yeah, I let you go, I just want to mention this because we asked our listeners to call in if they were in the blizzard of 67 and you were. So yes, what, do you remember anything from that? Yeah, we lived in Maywood at the time, which is uh, just the west of the city of Chicago. And I uh, remember we had a you know a, a stairway up to our porch to go into our house, and the snow was up to the doorway. And so you could look outside the door. Instead of going down steps, all you saw was just a, a sea of snow. And, uh, wow. again, jumping into that as a, <laughs> you know, as a five-, six-year-old was, uh, was, was uh, quite fun. And so I don't have very many memories of my time there, but I do remember that. That's one of those that's etched in my mind. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's Thanks great. for sharing that. Yeah. yeah, that's for sure. That's Dr. James Coakley. He is with the Moody Bible Institute. And we hope that you enjoy these. If you want to hear it again or know somebody else that would like to hear this, we'll have it later today at kenanddeb.org. Just look on today's date and you'll find it there. Jim, always a pleasure. Looking forward to next month. All right. Put away your number two pencils now. <laughs>